love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Hallelujah. And then the, and then the, the, the 38. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. And I want us to read this together. We're going to the, the, the 39. And the second is like it. One, two, go. We, we are reading from you shall love your neighbor. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I want you to say, I will love my neighbor as myself. Amen. Let's say it. I will love my neighbor as myself. So we are personalizing it. Amen. So it's not like some words on the board, but it jumps to your heart. Hallelujah. I, hallelujah. So we're going back to the 38. Let's go back to 37. So 37, instead of you, you say I, right? So you say, let's read. So this is how we're going to say it. Jesus said to him, I shall, okay, it's shall or will, the, the English, I shall. I shall. If you, if you shall, don't you put it like in the future, right? So I will, right? So you're making it now, right? Okay, all right. So he said, I will love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all my mind. One more time. I will love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all my mind. Hallelujah. And and the 40, Jesus said, and these two commandments hangs all the law and the prophets. Hallelujah. I want us to go to Mark. Um, let's go to Mark 12, 30 to 31, the book of Mark. Mark 12. So these were recorded in three gospels out of the four. And, and, and a wise man once said, Whenever something is repeated in the Bible, it's important, right? So of all the three Gospels, John was the only one who did not mention this. Amen? All three of them mentioned it. So I read Mark 12, 30. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Do we notice any difference here between Matthew and Mark? Which one? Strength. Hallelujah. Strength. So Matthew didn't add the strength part. Hallelujah. But then both Mark and also Luke made sure they put it there. So he said that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Hallelujah. Shall we also? So this is taken from Deuteronomy, right? Let's go to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 6, and then verse 4. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Hallelujah. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, 
So now we say when you are driving, hallelujah, back then, or when you're, or maybe when you're sitting in the donkey, you know, the donkey used to be the Cadillac of some time, amen? So we say that when you sit on the donkey, so, and then you say that, so when you are driving, and you say that when you lie down to go to sleep, and then when you rise up in the morning, he said you shall bind them, bind, amen? Bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be a fo uh, as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Hallelujah. Shall we say a word of prayer? Father, we thank you for today. Lord Jesus, you are the living word. Hallelujah. Father, Holy Spirit, that these words shall fall on fertile soil in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it be understanding in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, when you gave the parable of the soil, you said those who did not understand, the devil came to steal. Father, let it be understanding that Satan will not steal. Hallelujah. And then apart, apart from it, Lord, that the most important part, Lord, that they shall bear fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. So this is something which is very popular. I will say popular. I don't know where the word popular. But with the Jews, they call it the Shema. The Shema. So the hear or listen that it starts with. That is the word, that's where the Hebrew word Shema came from. So the Jews call this Shema. And what they did actually is that they had it almost everywhere. Hallelujah. Everywhere. They talked to their kids about it every day. That is what Moses said. Amen. That is what God told Moses to tell them. And then they also wrote it. Sometimes, I don't know if you've seen the Jews have this hat, this hat that they wear. And they have these little scrolls that they put in them. So that he, when he's walking on the way, he can pull it, open it, and read the Shema. Then he can put it back. At lunch, he will do that. Amen? At dinner, he will do that. Before they went to bed, they would do it. Constantly reminding them to love God. Amen. So, there are a lot of words here that you see. He said, your heart, your soul, and your strength. And also, this is what the Shaman said. And the Lord Jesus added your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, various... Um, so, I, I'll, I'll tackle a few of them. Love. Love, the Jewish word, love. Um, another, another, another word that they have for that is ahava, love. And there are many ways that this is used in the scripture. If I say, I love my wife, it's different from when I say, I love you, right? I mean, you should be worrisome if I tell you I love you like how I love my wife. Hallelujah. But ahava, the love that he's talking about here, it's the God kind of love. Hallelujah. The love that is dealt with your whole being. The whole of you. Hallelujah. Not just the give and take love. Which, unfortunately, most of the time as humans, we do. And even we do to our spouses. Amen. I've done this. What have you done lately for me? That is the theme that goes on around most marriages. What have you done lately for me? Hallelujah. But the love he's talking about it's not about that. Hallelujah. He's talking about Ahava, the whole being, with every part of you, you loving God. Hallelujah. 
so that God is your center. Amen? God is your center. Why? Why are we able to love God as such? Let's go to 1 John 4.19. The book of 1 John 4.19. This is it. He said we love him, right? We love God because he what? He first loved us. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, for God so loved the world. So God demonstrated what love is, not what we think it should be. Amen? What love is. And the true love of God is the unconditional love. Hallelujah. That is why he says that when we were yet sinners, right, Christ died for us. He said that him who loved us when we were sinful, how much more, how much more now when you are in Christ Jesus? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do we have anybody in Christ Jesus here? Oh, the hands. Do we have anybody in Christ Jesus here? Hallelujah. So, so you know that he loves you more. God loves the whole world. I want you to understand that. But then when you come in Christ Jesus, he said, Father, let them know that you have loved them as you have loved me. This is our Lord Jesus saying. Hallelujah. So the way the Father loves the Lord Jesus, that's the same way God loves us. So that same love, we are supposed to reciprocate to the Father. Hallelujah. That he will be the center of it all. Hallelujah. Then there is the, the strength part. It's a word they call meod. M-E apostrophe O-D. So that word means, if, if, if you look at it, it boils down. It, it's interesting how everything comes to every, uh, the whole thing. That what the Lord Jesus was saying is that it, it has to do with everything. Meod almost comes to the point where it says that, that you love the Lord your God with muchness. Muchness. So, it, it, so uh, with all your strength is the last one, right? With your heart, with your mind, with your soul. And then the last one is your strength. The, sometimes, you know how in our local languages, wherever you are from, there are things that you could say that is hard to put in English. Hallelujah. You know, like in Ghana, we, sometimes we say, you know, like your, the whole of your being. Hallelujah. It doesn't translate well when I say the whole of my being. There is a meaning behind it. That means that you're, you, everything you have, right? Almost everything. And sometimes it's hard to put it in English. So, mute, your strength, it means that it's like muchness. You are, you are loving God with muchness. You are loving God with everything. With, with all of it. Not living some. Hallelujah. With muchness. And the same way that we have with your soul, which, which represents that the whole of you, the whole of you, love the Lord your God. I know you've heard this before. Hallelujah. This is not the first time you've heard this. So how many of us love God? I should have done this poll before I began. How many of us love God? Some of the hands are like this. I've never seen hands like this before. So we all love God. Hallelujah. Okay. Do you love God with all your heart? Do you love God with all your heart? Amen. Do you love God with all your mind? Some people are being honest. Some people need to repent this morning. <laughs> Lord, some people need to repent this morning. 
do you love God with all your soul? And then do you love God with all your strength? So my question, do you put God first? Hallelujah. Do you put God first? When you wake up in the morning, is God the first thing that you think about? During the afternoon, is God the first thing you think about? And at night? Some of us go the whole day without even mentioning God. Hallelujah. But then this kind of love is loving God with the whole being. Why? Why should we do this? Why is God telling us to do this? Why did God tell Israel to love him like this? Let's go to Deuteronomy 4. So I'm going to read Deuteronomy 4.1, and I'll read from the New King James Version. He says, Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the judgment which I teach you to observe, that you may live, and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers is giving you. You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandment of, your, the, of the Lord your God. And this is one of the commandments we talked about, right? And he says that, which I command you, your eyes have seen what the Lord did at Baal For the Lord your God has destroyed from amongst you all men who followed Baal or Per. In, in, in the New Testament, I always think about context of sin, right? The Lord has taken it away from us. Hallelujah. But you who held fast to the Lord, your God, are alive today, every one of you, the five. Surely, I have taught you statutes and judgments, just as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should act according to them in the land which you go to possess. Therefore, be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the people who will hear of all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Hallelujah. What is, what is God trying to tell Israelites here? What the Lord is saying is that if you follow this statute, hallelujah, if you love the Lord your God with all your mind, even the nations around you will realize that these people are different. Hallelujah. They realize that this person could you, anybody here, they, they realize that they have what? Christ in them. Hallelujah. And then they will come to inquire. So we are to love the Lord our God with all our mind, with all our soul, and with all our heart to draw people to God. Hallelujah. So this is bigger than just us. Amen. It is for us to use this as a magnet. Somebody will say that this person is different. Why are they different? Because they love the Lord their God. And when you love the Lord your God, things become evident. Hallelujah. Your lifestyle, everything becomes evident. So Israel, which God used as a precursor to Christ, was supposed to be what will represent a nation. Right now we are the church, the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Just as Israel represented a nation, the church 
is supposed to exhibit this love. The church is supposed to show this love so that people will be attracted to who? The church. Hallelujah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish by what? But have everlasting life. That God did not send his son to the world to condemn the world, the 17, right? But through him, everyone should be saved. That is what this is about. We attract people to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And our master Jesus did this for us. Hallelujah. He was the shaman himself. The living shaman. When he came, he dedicated himself and everything to God. He was man. Sometimes we think that because he was the son of God, yes, but he was also a man. Hallelujah. He was man and God. This one, you catch it with your spirit, not with your mind. Hallelujah. He was man, he was man and God. The, all the temptation that we faced, the Bible says that what? He faced them in the book of Hebrews. But then, he did not fall to it. Amen? And because of that, sometimes I wonder, what if Jesus failed? My goodness. Thank God he didn't fail. Hallelujah. Thank God he became victorious. Hallelujah. That we are also to emulate Christ. This is what Jesus did. From the day he entered the river Jordan, and then he got up, and then went into the wilderness for 40 days, and then came back. Did you, did you see Jesus do anything other than the work of God? That is all he did. The greatest three and a half year ministry ever recorded. The doctrine changer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The chain breaker. Hallelujah. Oh, he is risen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And right now he's seated at the right hand side of God. Hallelujah. That is what this is about. Loving God with all your mind and with all your soul and with all your heart is bigger than you. Hallelujah. It is supposed to radiate at your work. It's supposed to radiate among your friends, among your family, and then doing his commandment to do his will. Hallelujah. Now, shall we read the book of Revelations? Revelations 3. I think I gave you Revelations 3. Revelations 3, 7. So this is what the Lord Jesus, when he appeared to, to John, he says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia writes these things, says he who is all holy, who he who is true hallelujah i am the truth hallelujah and he who has the key of david my goodness what a title he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens <laughs> this is the person you want to be with hallelujah i know your works see i have set before you an open door and no one can shut it for you have a little strength and you have kept my word. Hallelujah. And have not denied my name. Indeed, 
I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie indeed. I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. Hallelujah. Because you have kept my command to, preserve, to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the, on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one take your crown. Hallelujah. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him, my new name holding on to the commandments of God so in, if you have the new King James version at the top of it they write the faithful church hallelujah the faithful church that we are going to be faithful hallelujah faithful to the commandments of God the greatest commandment that there is to love the Lord your God with all your mind with all your heart with all your strength, is to love him with everything that you have. You make Jesus the center of it all. Hallelujah. So, in the, in the Greek word, the strength part, they, they use the word dunamis, and we've talked about this before. In the book of Acts, he said, when the Holy Spirit come, you shall receive power, right? The word that was there was dunamis. So, what they were trying to say in that is that loving God with all your strength is even equates um, in, in a Greek, it equates to financially, right? Like sometimes back home, we say, what is your strength? You know, when someone is asking, what is your strength? He's asking in terms of financially, right? What is your strength, right? So in the, in the New Testament, it became evident, it got to some time, that one of the ways that you show is to give, right? You give love, you give to the church, hallelujah. Because at the time, they needed money. Uh, 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 evangelism has started. They needed to go. The church needed to be funded. Hallelujah. So one of the ways that you love God with all your heart and mind is to give. Hallelujah. Uh, the Holy Spirit says I should talk about it. I will talk about it. Amen. So what I want to say is this. That as Christians, yes, there is a lot going on about tithes out there. Tithes. 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 Don't give, give is not in the New Testament. But then at the Church of Pentecost, we agree on tithes, giving 10%. Hallelujah. But then most of us, I would say, we even give more than 10%. When it's said and done, missionary offering, right? We give other things that equates to sometimes even more than 10%. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you this whether you cannot give 10%, that is okay. I do understand. Sometimes, with the work you do, by the time you pay all your bills, maybe if you, okay, by the time you pay all your bills, right, maybe you might not have 10% to give to God. But then it is important that you get into covenant with God. Hallelujah. So that if you can do 8% and God knows your heart that this is truly what my daughter and son can do, give it to God. Hallelujah. But then you don't come and then, you know, some people, 
when they are here, whatever is in their pocket, oh, I have a dollar, then you put it in there. Hey, today I got two dollars, then you put it in there. No, 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 my brothers and sisters. We are talking about loving God with every part of you. Hallelujah. So that get into a covenant with God. Don't give today and then tomorrow you don't give. Hallelujah. But then get into a covenant with God. Hallelujah. If you can do 12%, glory be to God. Hallelujah. If you can do 15%, glory be to God. But I don't want you to get to the point today you are giving $5 when you can do more than that. Somebody will give 10000 and it will not even tickle them, right? But then the, the, Jesus said that God loves a cheerful giver. It's about your heart, how you are giving. Hallelujah. That you are giving to God. Hallelujah. Then I want to touch on this. You can't be the child of God. You can't say, as the Israelites did with the Shema, that you want to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind. And then the number one thing that, that is a problem is the recurring sin. Hallelujah. Recurring sin. If you sin something that you did three years ago, you ask the God to forgive you, right? And then let's say three or four years later, you repeat it. And you ask God to forgive you. Hallelujah. But then it becomes a problem when it's something that you keep doing over and over and over and over. Hallelujah. That is a problem. You can't come here on Sunday and then go out there and then get drunk. You can't come here on Sunday and go out there and do things and then commit adultery and fornication. Hallelujah. And then you come Sunday, God forgive me. As soon as you step out of here, you go do it again. Hallelujah. That is not loving the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your heart, with all your soul. Hallelujah. The holiness is a requirement that we, he said, I have called you a holy nation. Hallelujah. Holy, consecrated, separated for God Almighty. Hallelujah. And he said in his word, he tells you clearly who would and who would not inherit the kingdom of God. That no drunkard, no fornicator, no adulterer will inherit. It is not me. It is the word of God. Hallelujah. And Paul said we should preach Christ. And this is the word of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But this morning, this morning, this morning, the word says that we have a high priest. We have a high priest who himself was tested. Hallelujah. But yet he overcame. And he said, let us come to the throne of mercy and grace in time of need. Hallelujah. And the Lord Jesus, he himself, he will be there to help you. Hallelujah. Brothers, nobody here is perfect. We miss it. We fall down, but then we rise up. Hallelujah. We go to the Lord Jesus, and he forgives us. And then we do our best. Hallelujah. But then you don't keep going and coming out and going out. Hallelujah. It doesn't work like that. Shall we be on our feet? Today is communion Sunday. So we're going to just pray a quick word of prayer and then have um, communion. Just don't, don't worry about the person next to you. You know, the Lord Jesus said that a time will come where we worship God in truth and in spirit. And it is now. Hallelujah. You should know that with your eyes closed and with your mind and the Lord Jesus, 
I want you to know that you are before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. And it's because of the blood of Jesus we can go to the throne of mercy. Hallelujah. To the throne of grace any day, any time. Hallelujah. So I want you to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank God for his word. The Bible says the word of God is anointed. It is powerful. Amen. More than two-edged sword. If the word has pierced your heart, I want you to talk to God. And I want you to tell God, Father, help me. Father, help me. Father, help me. Father, help me this morning. Father, help me this morning. Father, help me this morning. I want to be for you and for be for, 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 to be for you alone. I want to be for you and for you alone. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we pray in Jesus' name? Pray, 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 pray. I want you to talk to God. Jesus, look for in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strange, lead him in the light of his glory. 